This podcast is being recorded on the traditional land of the Blackfoot Confederacy. This consists of the Kainai, Pekani, Siksika, and the Blackfeet in the U.S. We acknowledge the Stony Nakoda, which consists of the Bearspaw, Morley, and Chiniki. We acknowledge the Satina, who are Dene, and the Métis, Inuit, status and non-status from all of Turtle Island, and those who are visiting. We are all treaty people. Welcome to the Voices in Recovery podcast, brought to you by Freedom's Path Recovery Society in Calgary, Alberta, Canada. Thank you for tuning in. Please remember that these opinions that are shared are those of the individuals and not of any agency, organization, or other entity, unless otherwise specified. Also, if you're a minor, please check with your parent and or guardian, as you need to have permission to listen to these podcasts. We will potentially talk about violent subject matter, sexual content, and difficulties human beings face on their day-to-day lives in recovery. So, Janessa, welcome. Hi. Thanks for coming on. Thanks. I've known you and your family for a long time. Yeah, I was four years old when I met your family. Yeah. Four, four, how old are you now? 28. Shut the front door. Yep. 24 years. Yep. Doesn't that make you feel old? Yes. Very (laughs) much so. Like, very old. So, like... Tell us about yourself. Like, I, I've known you for so long, but like, I didn't know you were in recovery until like you took a year, I think it was. Yeah, it was my first, my one year chip. Yeah. Well, I don't know. <laughs> um, mostly like I moved around a lot the last few years. And when I was living in Northern BC, I got really badly hurt at the mill and broke my arm and my hand in five different places altogether. Shit. What were you doing at the mill? Uh, labor. Oh, okay. Operating of machines, just okay. stupid stuff. And I actually fell and snapped the scaphoid in four different places. And then I think it was four or five months later, they found a hairline fracture in my forearm. And by that point, there was already so much nerve damage in my arm, they couldn't fix it. Hmm. They tried doing a nerve clip and they did a nerve block, which went through my throat into the uh, cervical part of my spine and there's a little nerve central there that they put some kind of like aura gel on yeah. it and it didn't do anything but they tried and so back to school and that's why I'm back in Calgary and yeah. after my injury I actually found that because I couldn't do so much anymore I couldn't snowmobile I couldn't go hunting I couldn't go quadding I couldn't fish even I couldn't ride horses nothing that I just picked up a bottle and it just kept going. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't every day, but it was really bad on the weekends. Mm -hmm. I mean, some nights I'd have a glass of wine and I didn't like wine, vodka or whatever on. (laughs) (laughs) You're like a woman after my own heart. I had a glass of wine. No, I had whiskey. Yeah, I had vodka or tequila, (laughs) like not even a lie. And just it it was the... I don't know, the pajamas at the end of the night that would get me through. And and then there was a couple weeks in a row that I got my drinking escalated to the point of physical altercations with fairly large men that probably could have killed me. Hmm. And then I went into an AA meeting in northern BC for actually my ex-husband's brother because he was the one that needed help apparently. Mm-hmm. And I walked out going, oh, shit. Like, I don't know if he's the problem, but I'm pretty sure I am. Yeah. And I found my home base over there. And I mean, like, I've got my home base in Calgary, yeah, but they're 
they were my family for mm-hmm. the year that I was out there. Yeah, it sticks with you though. Yeah, eh? it does. And I feel like mm-hmm. I haven't been to an AA meeting, quote unquote, here, but I've been to like recovery groups and stuff like that. And it just, it doesn't feel the same as my home group. Mm-hmm. Like this, like the the church here feels like family for sure, but it's mm-hmm. different. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 It's a different story. It is. So yeah. what brought you, what brought you in? Like what brought you to the point? I don't know. What was your life like? Before drinking? Yeah. Uh, growing up. It was good. Like my sister was uh, quite a bit older. Just remember, I know your mom and your sister. Yeah, you say that like it's a good thing. Well, (laughs) it's kind of a good thing. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, they're pretty awesome. Yeah. I mean, growing up, it was. Well, I also mean because they're totally messed up. And they're probably listening. Super. (laughs) They will be listening. Absolutely. (laughs) Bless their heart. Um, Yeah, growing up, it was was good. Uh, There was. A bit of abuse when I was little, mm-hmm. not from family or anything that I actually just, uh, it came into my mind. We were doing something back in Northern BC with my counselor and she, it was like those dream regression kind of things. Mm-hmm. I can't remember what they're called. And it brought up the memory of it and mm. it just, it that was five when it occurred and occurred a couple times and the abuse just the sexual abuse stayed and it kind of at after that point it kind of struck me that oh maybe that's part of the trauma and and then yeah so was that dream regression therapy is that what they call it yes i think that's what it's called yeah and it just triggered a lot and but since then i've been able to heal and get into i actually just joined a 16-week domestic violence survivor pro- survival program. Oh, so you're coming right out of something like that. Um, not with my ex-husband, but my ex-fiance before him. Yeah. Yes. He okay. was very, very abusive for, Jeez. I think it was almost a year, two years. It's oh I lost a lot of time with him. Yeah. And But growing up wasn't bad. Mom got really sick when I was, I want to say, 14. Mm-hmm. And there was numerous times where the whole family was called in to say goodbye, and the trauma of that was pretty good too. But <sighs> yeah, there's three times that I actually remember. Really? Yeah. So bless and her heart. No shit, hey. Yeah. So wait, like you got three three notices where you had to go into the hospital and basically and say be goodbye. by your bed and say goodbye. Yeah. Holy yeah, crap! There was yeah three different times that I remember. I don't. Yeah. I was quite young still, so I don't. And I, at that age, you kind of shove it down and yeah, hide no it as much as you can. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, and then after, she got better and she, ish, as good as she could have been. And I mean, last year she got a kidney transplant and it's been a rough year for her, but it was part of the reason I moved back. Mm-hmm. Like I knew recovery was okay out there as well, like in Northern BC, but the... <clears throat> excuse me the programs here are a hundred times better mm. and and there's just a lot more there probably. was way more and yeah. there's so many different reasons that i stayed in calgary mm-hmm. that i originally came out to go back to school after not being able to return to the mill but i'm staying because there's my son there's so many things for him he's got uh the doctors believe he's on the autism spectrum. He's got sensory processing mm-hmm. disorder, ADHD, you, li- you name it, he's probably got it. 
and the programs out here for him are phenomenal. When yeah. we came out here, he couldn't count past six. Really? He couldn't write his name, and he's five. He yeah. couldn't write his name, couldn't okay. couldn't do the alphabet, couldn't sing the alphabet, nothing. Yeah. And it's no fault of the teachers out there or myself. We were doing the best we can, but mm -hmm. out here, the programs for him are phenomenal, well, and the right. programs for me are phenomenal, and it's... It's just different. What are some of the programs that you utilize? Um, there's a number of domestic violence ones that mm -hmm. I have joined. And then for me, there's also at the school I go to, there's addictions and recovery group mm -hmm. as well that I've went to there. Um, yeah. I mean, there's just those two that I've been able to find. I'm sure if I look deeper, there'd be way yeah. more. Is there but, agency names attached to them so we can give a shout out to the agencies? Um, or? There's at Bow Valley, they have the addiction and recovery group. Okay. And then oh, I lost my train of thought. Oh, yeah. Sorry, the, I didn't mean to interrupt you. <laughs> it's okay. And the, the domestic violence and that one is through Sheriff King. Sheriff King? Yeah. Okay. I was going to ask if it was Sheriff yeah. King because they have good programming there. So. Well, they're phenomenal. Yeah. yeah. Like those are the two that I've went through so far. Yeah. After kind of this enlightenment of oh I am kind of fucked up, yeah, yeah. and it's not every, it's not everybody else's fault it's mine. So. But it's also okay that you're <laughs> fucked up. Yep, yeah, and it's okay to acknowledge that and move past it and correct your behaviors. Totally. Yeah. Yeah, only if you don't want to be fucked up anymore. Right. I, I mean, mean, it's kind of more fun. But you can always get a <laughs> refund on your fucked upness. That's true. I can always regress. <laughs> totally, you can. Yeah. Don't know. I shared. So have you it. have you lived? You didn't. You haven't lived in Calgary, obviously, all your life. But where where did you grow up? What where, where did you like with your mom? Yeah. Being sick. Um. What happened from there? Where did you go? Well, she was like she was sick, and then when we were when I was eighteen, eighteen, yeah, is it mm -hmm. eighteen? Because I could drink here and not there. Um. We, the whole family packed up and moved to British Columbia and we all lived there and that's where I met my ex-husband and him and I then in, I believe it was June, we moved out to Northern BC, a small town in called Mackenzie and we had our son out there and we bought a house and that's when I started working at the mill and the mm -hmm. pet store and keeping life busy and that's when life just kind of fell over yeah. was the small town because there's nothing else to do out there except drink and do drugs is that small town atmosphere how did small towns even last the mill yeah but like how do people even show <laughs> up to work if all they do is drink and get fucked up on dope because it's union and <laughs> they can't do much <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness that no wonder they, they close those plants down hey eh? the owners are probably like i'm selling you yeah. guys are a bunch of lazy shits pretty much <laughs> <laughs> all you union boys and girls <laughs> <laughs> there was a few that were the hardest working people i've ever seen but there was also the dumbest people i've ever seen <laughs> that's so true right like when yeah. you when you when you're in a union you can kind of see it more clearly too hey yeah. like when i was with the union with the city it was like Holy day crap, like there's like three people doing the work of all 20 of these people yeah, here. day like, and night. You can see who yeah. is milking the union and who's not. Yeah. 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 It, it's blaring too. Oh, yeah. It's blinding. It's no wonder the three people doing all the work don't want unions. Yeah. Because they want those other 17 people to get shit canned, right? Yeah, like, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's always the hard workers who are like, unions are a little iffy. Yeah, because they know. <laughs> yeah. They know the reality of it. Yeah. So what's your journey been like since you sobered up? So you, oh. 
yeah, like seriously, how was it's, it? How has it been? It has been mind-boggling. Mm-hmm. When I first came into recovery, I hadn't lost everything, mm-hmm. but I was on the route too. Um, my ex and I, I mean, we're not much better now, but we at that point, we were on the verge of ending mm-hmm. and... I, like I said, fist fights and stuff like that with men who are your size and mm. probably could have eaten me for breakfast. And I'm five foot two. Like, they would have knocked me off my block. Thank God they were like half decent men and didn't hit back. Mm. But yeah, they, like, there was that and that was causing huge rifts in my marriage. And then. So wait a second. You're saying that your marriage was struggling because you were picking fights with guys? Yes. Wow. I'm shocked. Yeah, and I, I think that's like. The I mean, it wasn't just that. Marriage. Like, it wasn't just that. Like, there was emotional affairs and mm-hmm. stuff that I were ha- that I was having, not proudly. Yeah. within that, but I mean, it's not just like it's not his fault that this all happened yeah, no, at that no. point. But like, my bills were behind. My car was behind. Mm-hmm. I was like, one of my bills, I think, was at like five hundred bucks, mm-hmm. and they were going to cut it off. And then I kind of came into recovery and. I didn't really like my rent was or my pad rent on the the trailer that we had was I think it was like two months behind so like mm. six seven hundred bucks and that's huge when you're throwing three hundred bucks a week towards liquor yeah. and alcohol and so I came into recovery and that just disappeared mm-hmm. and it was literally like my life was before it was gray. I don't. Mm. I don't know if there's any other way to describe it, but it's it gray, it. and now everything is like there's greens and there's yellows and there's purples and there's beautiful colors. And mm. I remember my first actual like not fake belly laugh mm-hmm. and tears rolling. I've never had tears rolling <laughs> down my face from laughing so hard really, until right? I came into recovery, yeah. and it was beautiful. Mm. It was. It was actually in the rooms in Mackenzie and. I don't even know what we were talking about, but it just, it came so naturally. Mm-hmm. And there was, there's a gentleman that started, uh, he started a couple days just after me and he's amazing. And I, him and I get along quite well and we were, we always were joking and stuff like that. And, yeah. and he, we would often like talk about how similar our roads were. And he was talking about the dullness and the grayness too mm-hmm. as well until he came into it. And I'm pretty sure he was the one that probably made me belly laugh like that. Mm-hmm. But, but I've never had tears rolling down my face from laughing so hard until after recovery. And yeah. it felt like there was a hole that just couldn't be filled. Mm-hmm. And no matter how much liquor I drank, how much smack I talked, it could not be filled. And I mean, I still talk smack, but <laughs> that, that, the void is filled now. <laughs> <laughs> now you're just talking smack to talk smack. Yeah, pretty much. The purity of the game is returned. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I do it with a little bit more grace-ish yeah. now. <laughs> nice. Yeah, but that it's beautiful, the difference. Mm. Yeah. So, what else do I talk about? It's going to be very quick. You can tell your story in five minutes if you want. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't know. There's, like, I mean. So tell me what you think about your sister. Oh What's dear. going on for your sister? <laughs> um, She is the most amazing woman I have ever met. Agreed. Yeah. yeah. She is phenomenal. Hands down. I swear to God, if I become half the woman she is, mm-hmm. I'll be okay. But 
and Dar. That's pretty cool to say her, about your sister. Her girlfriend. Yeah. Um, she is my. She's become my sister in the mm. short time I've known her as well. She's just as phenomenal as my sister. Really, eh? Like she is amazing. So did you did you have any idea about your sister? Oh yeah, yeah, oh yeah. Like for <laughs> sure. Hey, did you know? When I didn't did you know? know it, like I wasn't aware that it was um, full like lesbian. Yeah. Or but she was always very open about it. Her like being bisexual and her yeah. sexuality around that, and she was always very open about that. And that wasn't huge. And then when she split with from her husband and started dating this woman, it wasn't a huge shocker. Like it yeah. didn't, I don't know. I like to hope it didn't phase me too much. I yeah. was like, oh, okay, whatever, cool. Like, let's meet her. And but you kind of knew anyway, right? Oh, and yeah. Yeah. Hands down, I knew. <laughs> well, but, and you're her sister and you guys are close. Yeah. 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 As far, as close as sisters who live 10 years, a thousand kilometers apart could have yeah. been. But yeah, she is probably one of my heroes in life. Like, yeah, no doubt. If, eh? she, if, yeah, if I ever have a daughter, I, I hope to God she turns out like her. Yeah. But yeah, she's... The, and her and her girlfriend are a match. Like, they mm. are the greatest together. They're so cute. Like, I just want to fold them both up and put them in my pocket. <laughs> I love them. Like, the, right now I can picture all the lesbian couples across <laughs> the globe who are listening, like all two of them. And they're like, they're like, did oh. she just say real lesbian? <laughs> I can't remember the, what the wording was. Yeah, it's yeah. like, I don't know how to word that. I don't either. I'm like, yeah, correct. that sounds pretty fair to me. Like, yeah. yeah. I was like, I don't know. Like, what do I do? <laughs> Panic and run the other direction. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's necessary. But yeah, I was just like thinking about it. And I'm like, I guess there's always going to be like one or two people who are just like, you're just never going to make us happy. Right? No. They're no, just going to be like shaking their head. Like, what was those guys' names in the Muppets? Well, the yeah, the grumpy dudes. It was like Waldorf or... Yeah, they were like grumpy <laughs> old dudes. Fair enough. Sitting in the back right? of the room just judging. Yeah, and those, yeah. they can, I don't care. Yeah. Yeah, if they're going to judge me based on my sister's sexuality, have at her. So that leads to my next question, though, is thinking about that as, because you're straight, right? I'm assuming. No. That's not how you identify? No, bisexual. Okay. See? <laughs> Learn something new every day. <laughs> well, this is important for me because, like, I had an assumption and I, I just spit it out. Nope. So. Thank you for correcting me. So You're you are you are you identify on the queer spectrum then? Yes. Okay, right on. Yeah. We were just talking about that shit before you came in. We were talking <laughs> I did a video. Um did you hear about what the Pope said? No. Oh I don't well, watch the do news. You have it makes the quote me lose that hope. He said? In, it um, makes me lose hope in humanity, so it, I don't watch it. So this this a friend of mine, uh Pam Rocker, you might know her. She's Probably a not. part of affirming connection. She's a, an advocate for LGBTQ. 2S plus okay. um, uh, people on the spectrum, whatever rights, right? Like, yeah. I don't know even know how to say that anymore. Um, but for rights for everyone. Yeah. To, to And it was interesting because the, the popes basically condemn transgender people to hell, right? Like, and so part of me is like, okay, well, what an asshole, right? Like, who cares? But then it's like, no, why are we listening to this shithead, yeah. right? Yeah. What do you think about that? You think the Pope just has a right to say like, yeah, these people are going to hell because I just don't like them or I don't get it. No, absolutely not. He's got no right to decide who goes anywhere. Yeah. Like at all. That is not his call. It's like, I like to personally believe the good in every person, despite color, despite sexuality, gender, mm -hmm. anything. Yeah. I don't 
care if you're purple as long as you're a good, decent human being. That's really what you matter, right? Exactly. And I I believe that the Pope should feel that way too because I was raised Catholic my entire life. Oh, were you? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. A Catholic school until grade 12, like kindergarten to grade 12, full-blown Catholic school. And they teach you to love your neighbor. Mm -hmm. Love thy neighbor is what it is. And how can you love thy neighbor if you're judging thy neighbor based on something that defines who they are as a person? I know, right? Like, it's hard, man. Yeah. As As a Christian, dude, like, I'm having a real hard time right now like even identifying as a Christian dude. Mm-hmm. I, I like, I'm kind of sick of it to be honest with you. Yeah. And not because like, I'm that kind of Christian, because I'm not, <laughs> yep. but like having even identifying in the same general group as yeah. some of those tools mm-hmm. makes me a little queasy. Yeah. Right. Oh, I know. I, I don't know what I identify as like for that, but I kind of pick and pull stuff from kind of each religion. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I believe in a higher power. I don't necessarily believe in like Jesus and mm-hmm. God and Mary and Joseph and the camel and all that stuff. But I believe there's a camel? in. I don't know. Mary, Joseph and the camel? I don't know. No, there's a donkey. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> now I feel, yeah, now I no feel like a donkey. Dude, if there's a camel, there's two humps, bud. Oh you too. Major hump. You guys are not allowed to be left unsupervised. We, yeah, it's true. <laughs> no, it our was, partners would agree too. Probably. <laughs> I, I, I just, I, I don't believe in that. That mm. one person can heal so many lives. I believe that there is something up there that is influencing mm. our thought process and how we make a difference in everybody else's lives, and they mm. want us to be the best we can be, but. Ultimately, it's our choice what we do. Yeah. If you got a gun and two people you hate, it's ultimately your choice if you shoot them. Yeah. It's not some some. Oh yeah, you person got that up right. above yeah. saying do it, do it, do it. It's ultimately how your brain neurons yeah. and wave patterns work. Same with sexuality, that kind of stuff. It's, yeah. I don't know. I I struggle with religion a lot because mm-hmm. of that and the fact that they shame and want hell for so many people in the bible it says women i don't remember the direct quote but women who cut their hair go to hell really yeah holy crap yeah there's i don't even know where that's from i can't remember i think it's the old testament it could be from anywhere in the bible exactly i don't (laughs) don't, like quote me on it but i'm pretty sure like in religion class in darcy's about to quote you on it yeah are you okay that's fine by me okay cool because then i know if i'm dumb or not like we're good Oh yeah, but, but you know what though? We get we get ideas in our head about a quote, yeah, and then we think it's the real quote. Like yeah. uh, Heather was joking with me because about the uh, Star Wars. Yeah, for twenty five years, people thought <laughs> Darth Vader said, "Luke, I am your father," but what he actually says is, "No, I am your father," because Luke's saying, "You killed my father," and Darth Vader mm-hmm. says, "No, I am your father, Luke." Oh, see, I thought it was Luke. Yeah. I am your father. I know. So, so did so did I. I. And Heather was like making fun of me because I said the same thing. <laughs> Well, now she can make fun of me, too. Yeah, totally. <laughs> Did you find it? Oh, see? Oh, the highlighted. Oh, yeah, look at that. So it's in, it's 1 Corinthians eleven fifteen. That if a woman has long hair, it is a glory to her, for her hair is given to her for a covering. Wow. Covering, see? Covering. Yeah. If you sh- Sorry, it wasn't cut your hair. If you show your hair, you're going to hell. Really? 
I'm going to hell. Wow. <laughs> There's just so many things that could yep. be like taken from that stuff, hey? Yeah. God, man. There's no wonder why I never really got into the Bible, no, man. No, there's like, just been certain ones that have nah. stuck with me like that that I remember. Going. And there's some really cool stories yeah, in the Bible. Absolutely. There really are. But uh, I, I don't want to follow it too close because, I, I I mean, I'm human. I'd be yeah. at, like maybe a little bit um, inspired to like follow it directly and then mm-hmm. totally butcher it like, yep. because it's just not that way. Yeah. It can't be taken literally, man. If it's taken literally, it's a bunch of nonsense. Yeah, well, <laughs> as I far mean, as I'm concerned, it when I lived in Northern BC, it was before I found out I was pregnant, so it was probably 2011. Excuse me. Um, I walked into a Catholic church there and mm-hmm. was there every Sunday for months because I thought that would fill the void, mm-hmm. and it didn't because I just wanted to fill it with something. And then I actually found out that I was pregnant. Shortly after, hmm. out of wedlock, <laughs> lucky me. Was it the Holy Spirit? Yeah, apparently, <laughs> immaculate conception. <laughs> Sorry, and, I'm such an idiot. <laughs> and I worked at a Catholic daycare at that time. Yeah. No, thank you. I don't like them. And <laughs> yeah, worked at a Catholic daycare, and the boss basically was pushing me to get married to him at that point because we weren't married, and neither of us were ready. And, and it was his baby. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hands down. And <laughs> it was Wait a second. He was the boss and he, I don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was his. No questions asked. It was his. Yeah. But yeah, they basically said you need like get married or you can't work here kind of thing. And that's kind of, I think, where I stopped with that church because mm-hmm. I was like, if that's your ethics, that my kid is going to, my kid and I are going to go to hell because I'm not married to the father, I'm out. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm done. So after I had my son, I never went back to that job. Yeah. And have you been back to the church since or no? No way. No, just quick. Like my son went to the preschool that was there because there was only one preschool at mm-hmm. that time. And that was the only time I've ever stepped foot in there again. Mm-hmm. And I didn't want like other than that, I wanted nothing to do with that church. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't blame you. No. It's why it's a weird how you can they can even wonder why people don't go anymore, mm-hmm. and then they blame they blame society, right? Yeah. Like they they are like, well, society just doesn't want church anymore. You're absolutely fucking right. Yeah, because there's reasons. <laughs> there's reasons why we don't want the church as it has historically existed. Yeah, we right? want change. Yeah, we need church to change yeah. because this old stuff is. It's just basically wasted on us oh, anyway. Oh, it's ridiculous. Yeah. We don't believe it anymore. Like no. we know that the earth is so old. We know yeah. that the universe is so old. We know because how we were able to prove how it started. Like we don't know beyond that much. Mm-hmm. We have lots of theories and stuff, but the theories in one direction are just like the theories the Christians had at one point, right? Yeah. Like it's just we're yeah. reaching out in the dark still. Mm-hmm. You yeah, know, absolutely. which is why I'm, I don't understand why some of these really smart people like the Pope will be so intelligent. Like, and he's done so many good things. Like, so many good things. He's been phenomenal up until this point. He's had a couple of scratches oh, where he, I was yeah. like, fair enough. I don't know. At one point, I thought he was like really smart, and then he says stuff like this, and I'm like, yeah, I don't, I don't know if they can exist together. Yeah, I things. had, like I said, I don't watch a whole lot of the news, but I mean, from what I had gathered from mm-hmm. him was that he was pretty good because. I'd heard nothing but decent things. Yeah. And then this. And it's just, nope. Yeah. You're dead to me. (laughs) Well, it's funny though, right? It's like you can say, you can do a hundred, you can do 99 like 
decent things. things yeah. But if you do one really shitty thing, yeah, yeah we're going to remember. And yeah. nowadays, like, so as a Catholic, as a former Catholic, you, are you still Catholic? Eh, there's okay. pieces of it. There's parts of it in yeah. you that you're still kind of attached <laughs> to. So yeah. as, a, as a Catholic then, what do you think about all these priests that get caught for molesting their parishioners, their children? I hope they rot in hell. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I should have asked the question differently. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that, so I choked on my gum. I'm like, what else is she going to say? Right? <laughs> my, my, I hope they go to heaven. More s- <laughs> Forgive more, them. No. <laughs> more specifically, does that impact your like views on the Catholic Church, how they've been dealing with it or not dealing with it? Let's be honest. They're not dealing They're with not it. They're not dealing with it. And they it makes me very hesitant to... Not so much like this church, but mm-hmm. other churches where I don't know so many people and don't know the environment and mm-hmm. what it entails, I don't trust. Like, I don't like, I don't, I don't know, I struggle with it in the best of times. Like, my son goes to a full-blown Catholic school mm-hmm. and he goes to church, I think it's once or twice a month. Does it ever? Does that ever enter your mind as a parent? Having a child involved in a Catholic system. It's never really crossed my mind. No, I Interesting. It will now. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, I, and I ask because I, I'm not Catholic, right? So yeah. to me to say, F the Catholic Church, who cares? That's yeah. fine. Because I really don't care. Yeah. I could care less if the Vatican was gone tomorrow. Yeah. Right? Like, oh my God, we have less riches on the planet. Oh, right. I feel oh, really no. bad. <laughs> yeah, there's less gold. Yeah. Fuck. I never saw it anyway. <laughs> um yeah, but I, I'm curious about that because yeah. I'd be thinking about it all the fucking time. Yeah. Right? I, I, and I'm not even a parent. Right? So somebody loving somebody of the same gender or being gender fluid or whatever mm-hmm. is not okay. But grown men touching children is? This, that doesn't make any sense to me. But, Why? But you, and, and this, <laughs> I know it doesn't make any sense to me. What also is kind of surprising is that it never occurred to you. No. That, like to me, but that's that's the, the big lie they've told us. Yeah. And I think that you're not the only one yeah. who it doesn't occur to. Yeah. And I like when my son does go to the church with his, it's with his school. So yeah. it's, I think there's like 350 kids Look, in my school. hope is that they're all safe. Like, oh, yeah. So I think that's kind of why I never really thought too much yeah. about it. Like I have thought of like, oh, okay, what's going on with him right now? Mm-hmm. And like I've had that fear of oh my god if he like he's five he's starting to go into the boys bathroom now by Mm -hmm. himself so it's weird and I don't like it (laughs) I think being a parent probably brings that to some extent it's got it right like and so that fear of okay what's he gonna meet in the bathroom who's he gonna meet in the bathroom what's gonna happen is I think that's in the back of any parent's mind and yet this the catholic molestation stuff never even crossed my mind because he mm-hmm. was always going in such big groups that yeah. it wasn't something that yeah. phased me i yeah. don't know and and maybe and i'm i'm glad don't get me wrong like i don't know that there's anything to be worried about yeah. i just don't understand as an organization that people still trust their kids there yeah. To be honest with you, I just don't understand Yeah, that I think if he was alone, I probably would. Like, if he was just alone with yeah. the whoever, I would probably be not okay with yeah. that just because I don't know them. Like, if he was alone with Uncle Wayne, whatever, I don't care. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. nothing's going to happen Yeah, like but if that. he's alone with Father Michael Thomas. That we've whoever, never met. Yeah. No. And little Michael Thomas takes him into the rectory or whatever. Yeah, no. 
Yeah. No, I wouldn't trust that. Not even going down this road. No, I'm, you little, you did a little bit. I know. I, I stopped real quick. I came back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. Like, Only because that is like so fucking disgusting. Yeah. And like we know that this stuff happens. Right? Yeah. So, and I, I. If anything, I I've ruined Catholic school for you forever. A little bit, but that's yeah. okay. It was already ruined for me. So. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just I've I don't want to say I've like I haven't turned a blind eye to it. I know that stuff happens, mm. but. If that's the only thing I focus on and worry about, then my life's going to be controlled by a what if. Yeah. I can't control yeah. what ifs. I can oh, only yeah. control what I'm doing right now and how I'm handling right now. Mm-hmm. And I can only control my actions. Yeah. So if somebody were to do that to my kid, I'd somehow have to control my actions. Mm-hmm. I don't know how, but. <laughs> yeah. And I, but I think like, it, it, does it make sense? Like, you both are parents. So, like, does it make sense to literally say, okay, if all the parents across the planet said, you know what, I'm not letting my kids go to a Catholic anything anymore, right? Because like it's kind of like saying, well, I'm not going to let my kids listen to, to rock music because there's swears and they talk about drugs <laughs> or rap music because there's drugs and there's violence and there's bitches be this and all that <laughs> stuff, right, in it. But, but still be willing to send their kids to Catholic camp or <laughs> Catholic church school. Like I don't get that, right? Like and this is – I am an uncle only. I am ignorant. I'm expressing my ignorance because I don't get it. As an uncle, if my brother said to to me, what do you think about sending Riordan to a Catholic school? My answer would be, are you high? (laughs) Like, are you high now, Nathan? How often do you fall over? (laughs) Yeah. Like, he's a little boy. Absolutely not. Yeah. (laughs) I'd be like, no, under no circumstances, put him in the care of a priest. Like, no fucking way. Right? Yeah, yeah, and I mean, I don't know. It's the school has been so phenomenal for my son that it's been like I didn't even ever think of that. Mm-hmm. So, it, and the school probably is really good. Yeah. Right? Oh, yeah, they're phenomenal. I'm not picking on that school. No, obviously. it's the church mostly, and yeah. I'm. I don't know. I've never really thought too too in detail about it all like yeah. of course that bothers me that that is happening i do hope they do mm. rotten hell because that i would tie the a limb of like if i had a choice i would tie one limb to a horse and send him in four different directions yeah and just be done with them oh i like that's pretty good like i think she just watched john wick three <laughs> no actually i've never seen that i sleep through the first one i what sleep through most movies Oh, good really Lord bad. in heaven. We're not talking about movies. No. That's for sure. I'll just get mad and madder and madder. <laughs> no, I don't do movies well. <laughs> not sleep. a movie person, eh? No, even in movie theaters. <laughs> yeah. So what's your entertainment? What do you get entertainment value out of? Actually, I really like going to car shows. Really? And working on cars and yeah. waxing and cleaning them and really? that kind of stuff. Yeah. Do you have a car you work on like that you like? Yeah, you my work? car. But mostly. You have a Durango, don't you? Yeah, I have the 2018 SRT Durango. Oh, it's a nice looking ride. Yeah, she's Black fine. too. Hey? Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah and tinted fine. windows. Yep, which there's a ticket regarding that. Yeah, does that have a Hemi <laughs> in it too? Uh, 6.4, yeah. Six, oh. Dude, it sounds like a nice monster, hey? She's fun. Yeah. Does <laughs> it fun. growl when you start it up? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, she I goes. That. I miss that, man. Yeah. yeah, she's fun. I mean, that's basically what I do for fun. Mm-hmm. is car shows i've made some phenomenal friends within the groups that yeah. i've met that have become family to me and they're yeah. they're amazing and we all have very similar interests and that mm-hmm. kind of stuff and they keep me grounded and yet when i fly off the handle they bring me back so 
Like they're some of the most amazing people I've ever met. That's pretty cool. Yeah, there's actually a female that's in it. I'm not going to say her name because I don't know if she wants it out yeah, there. Yeah, that's cool. That she's become a sister. Yeah. And I've only known her like six weeks, eight weeks, but it was just one of those instant bonds. And I was actually terrified of her when I first met her. That's like, cool. Like terrified of her. I thought she was going to like kill me and harvest yeah. my organs. But That's super cool. You hung out and figured it out. Yeah. No, it's like yeah. she had never even said a word to me, but she had yeah. the wicked rich wi- – Oh my god, the resting bitch face. Yeah, and I just I was like, oh, she hates me. <laughs> yeah, but now she's like, she's one of my best friends within the short time I've known her, and yeah. she's one that I can turn to and tell her what's going on. She's like, you're dumb, like you're acting like a dumbass, smarten up, mm-hmm. or okay, how can we fix this kind yeah. of thing? And she's amazing. We gotta have people like that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. she's great. Like I, all of my friends are amazing. But yeah, yeah cool. So yeah. Cool. Mm-hmm. What time are we at, man? 40 minutes. 40 minutes? Cool. Well, we're getting there. We're mm-hmm. all right. Yeah, we're doing yeah. good. All right. What was I going to ask you? I, I forgot know. about something. Do you have any questions? Okay. I was thinking of something and I forgot. <laughs> I am kind of glad we got off the Catholic Church. Yeah, you were getting angry. Could yeah, I had, I had to steer it all, us off there. Sorry about that. If, no, I know fine. it wasn't like the smoothest transition. I was just kind of <laughs> like, nope, I'm stopping to <laughs> we talk are about done. it. <laughs> because what happens is, though, I get mad and then I get stupid. Yeah, I just I I'm not thinking. I don't. Yeah, no, nope, still got that emotional animal. Oh yeah, oh yeah. <clears throat> I don't think that ever goes away. We just learn to rein it in yeah. a bit. Like if something ever happened to my nephew, that emotional animal would be unrainable. Right? Oh yeah, like Hands unrainable. Down. Yeah, um, or my nieces or anyone yep. like that. But yep. yeah, that's yeah, it's huge when babies get involved. Hence why I'm like shocked that parents aren't more appalled. Like <laughs> I'm sorry, I know it comes back up again, but I. <laughs> And we digress. It's just, <laughs> it boggles my mind, man. <laughs> Steer the bus. But I'm kind of like Thelma and Louise. I'm like, I'm clutching the steering wheel. And I'm like, I got these two fuckers with me. I can go. We can go over the edge. And then I come down to earth and realize I don't really like going over the edge anymore. No, it's, it's not, not fun. fun anymore. No. You know, you, you're, as you get older, you start to think like, okay, like I could say all kinds of stuff. To people, mm-hmm. but like, why? Yep. No, right? absolutely. The only thing you control is yourself, right? Yeah. Like, and I mean, even like the video and, and talking about this stuff, like there's yeah. going to be people that just absolutely shit themselves and that's awesome. Like, <clears throat> right? and, and that's okay that they do. Yeah. Um, just remember, this is, these are just opinions. Yep. Right. Yep. And, and everybody has different, different opinions and that's okay. Yeah. And it's, it's okay. okay that you trust the Catholic Church still. I don't get it, but yeah. it's okay that you do, <laughs> yeah. right? Like, I don't get it, man. Because I'm a I'm a Christian, yeah. So I don't trust the United Church. I don't trust that their um, journey to reconciliation is a hundred percent legit for all of the churches. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't trust it one hundred percent at all. Yeah, because and, I know better. And I think that's why. I take bits and pieces from each religion as I don't yeah. fully trust any religion. There's always going to be something that makes you go, huh? Yeah. But so I think that's why I pick like from each, like mm-hmm. I pull from all different religions and believe in pieces of a hundred different things. And that defines who I am as a person. Mm-hmm. So, and that defines how I handle people. Like even something simple as reincarnation, mm-hmm. like I, I believe in that. Mm-hmm. And I believe in like the good in everyone, and I don't even know what that's from, but yeah, I mean, but who and and, you know, there's people who are zealots who would say, well, you can't just do that. Yeah, that's not how this works. Mm -hmm. As though they fucking know how it works. 
Was that mine? No, that's oh. downstairs in the gym. I was gym. like, is that my phone? What is that? <laughs> no, they've got a, if you're hearing that buzzing, it's not us, it's you. Okay. It's in your head. Yes. Uh, it's. <laughs> I'm just kidding. It's not in your head. It's in the gym. Oh, um, okay. What is that? <laughs> yeah, they have a going away party for probably one of the cooler dudes I've met in the church. Jeffrey, cool. the minister here, is retiring. Oh, cool. Nice. Yeah. And uh, I'm hoping that what I heard was true, that he's going to Australia to do a church over there. Oh, nice. Yeah. That'd be Australia, beautiful. New Zealand. He deserves it. He's a really good man. Yeah. That'd really be good beautiful. Yeah. yeah. So talking about like the church like this, it's easy to overlook the people that are really good. Yeah. Right? Like, so and like, easy. Yeah. It was just yeah. kind of why I, I wanted to mention that about Jeffrey was because he is one of the good ones. Yep. Right? Yep. He's one of the ones that just like welcomes people in. Yeah. And Your dad's the exact same way. Yeah. And my dad too, right? Yeah. You are too. Yeah, and we, yeah. Like, I, your I, whole family, this whole church basically is very welcoming of people yeah, for I, the most part. I, I, I separate them from me just because they're ordained and they've mm-hmm. kind of – they kind of surrendered to that whole thing throughout the ordainment process. Mm-hmm. And I certainly did not. <laughs> certainly not. So yeah. I give them a little bit more of an elevated platform than me yeah, fair for enough. their discipline. Right. Yep. Um, yeah. Well, I really appreciate you coming on. No problem. And I appreciate the fact that you just don't want to talk about stuff anymore <laughs> and that there's nothing on your mind. I don't know. I yeah. Ask more questions. I don't, I don't know. I, I don't have, have anything yet. <laughs> I'm just bugging you. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, I can bug you because like you like you and your sister have been basically like family, yep. right? For a long time. Yep. And your sister, when she was on, it was just like, just like this. We were just mm-hmm. talking, yep. right? It was a little different because she had just come through quite a bit. Yeah. And I mean, right now I'm going through a divorce and separation. And, and you're probably in the middle of it, right? Oh. Like. No, right. I'm so glad this isn't videoed because my eyes, I rolled them so hard they got stuck in the back of my head. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's, so how are you coping with that though? You know, I'm not like, drinking, so that's a good thing. That's, that's exactly what I'm great. getting at though, right? right? Yeah. No, I'm doing good. Yeah. As good as you can be being a single parent. Like my ex lives still in Northern BC and yeah. he does not see his son very often because of the distance. He is an amazing man. He's mm-hmm. phenomenal. He's... You got the biggest heart of somebody I've ever met and he would do anything for his family. But Mm. I found, but like throughout it, our marriage, I was very alone Mm -hmm. and he is the hardest working person I've ever met, but he would like, he would work and then come home and sleep Mm -hmm. and he would sleep from, I don't know, whenever until like an hour before bed and then he'd get up, shower, eat, go to bed. And I was alone then. And then... About six weeks ago, I was out in northern BC, and uh, there was a young man and his girlfriend who had been friends of ours for 10 years who lived in the house with him, and my ex was at work, and this young man decided to beat the crap out of his girlfriend Mm. in the house. And his girlfriend has a metal plate in her hand from previous injuries, and he beat her so bad the metal plate snapped. Oh, jeez. Yeah, and uh, my that's sort of my my PTSD for my ex fiance was really really triggered with that, <sighs> and um, he yeah cops got involved and he turned around and started blaming me for it all and. I mean, I'm only a year. I'm 19 months into recovery now at this point, and mm-hmm. I'm. Okay, no, like I'm smart enough to not, I'm not going to take accountability for your actions. Yeah, mm-hmm. I called the cops, but what do you expect me to do yeah. when my five-year-old son is in the house with me? 
And, and not only your son, but yeah. you've got someone being beaten to yeah. like pulp in my house. Yeah. And he my ex husband wouldn't come home from work. Mm-hmm. And his work was three minutes away from our house. And yeah. I mean, we had split up back in January, but we were trying to work through it. We were like not fully separated mm-hmm. by that point, but we were not I don't know how to describe it. It was it was fucked up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and <laughs> There's no other way to describe it. Things get fucked up. Yeah, and he wouldn't come home. Mm. And so I was very alone, and I was like, okay, this is great, sweet, thanks. Like, maybe we can still deal with this. And then I was dumb, and I let our friend back into the house because mm. he called and said he wanted to get into recovery and yeah. get better because I found out they were smoking meth as well Ugh. because that's just a cake topper. And meth is like the crazy maker, uh, right? Yeah, this yeah. like this dude has was he was one of my best friends for a long time yeah. until this all happened, and he he manipulated me into believing that he wanted to change, and so I was giving him resources for like anger management to help him and looking into some type of recovery mm-hmm. and rehab and stuff for him. And he knew full well that he was breaching his probation by coming into the house because she had put our house, like my house at that point, on her paper that it was a breach of probation. So, again, cops showed up at my house, bang, 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 1130 at night. My ex's home wouldn't even come out of the back bedroom. Oh, man. And so, once again, I dealt with shitheads struggling with the cops and the yelling, the screaming, and the fighting. Mm -hmm. And I dealt with that alone. And... At that point, I kind of went, I'm already dealing with all this shit alone. Why are we together if I'm alone yeah. anyways? So, yeah, it's – and now I'm trying to single parent my way through the world. And yeah. it's been beautiful. Yeah? It has been – Has it become simpler? No. <laughs> not at all. Not at all, eh? Not at all, but it is like I, – I struggle because – I never wanted the broken home. I'd like growing up in the broken home. My mm-hmm. parents were separated until I was, I think, 12. Yeah, you were at the wedding. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I think I was about 12 or 13 when they got back together and got married finally for the third time. <laughs> and, or second time, one of the two, I can't remember. But it's the like first one, my mother did. The same person over and over again. The first one, my mom didn't show up. Oh, really? <laughs> you know, it was two times because the second one, my dad almost got lost downtown looking for cups and he almost didn't show up. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, so. That's funny. Yeah, and then. Like, I could actually see your mom missing her wedding. I totally could see that. Why do you think I didn't marry this dude for so long? Because yeah. I'm exactly like my mother and terrified of commitment. <laughs> I was an entire <laughs> bottle of tequila in when I married that man. Were you? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> there was no way I was getting through that sober. <laughs> tequila, yeah. the wedding maker. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> yeah. And like I never wanted the broken home. But mm. as I've come to realize just in this journey of this last six months – my kid is seeing his mother happy yeah, and surrounded by people that uh, fulfill her and don't make her feel alone. And like, like I said, my ex is a wonderful man, mm-hmm. uh, but he has his issues too. And they didn't work well with what I needed at the time. Yeah. And like, just, I'd much rather be a happy single parent than mm. hate my life and, 
be in a marriage for 50 years. Yeah. And I'm hopeful that I can showcase that to my kid mm-hmm. and show him that you don't, a relationship isn't always what you need and that your own happiness is more important than anything in the world. Well, and you're not showing him dude beating up his girlfriend. Anymore. Exactly. Like that, like that has a, a huge, plays a huge role on yeah. him, right? Like what, yeah. like in terms of that stuff. Yeah. Much better to be alone than to be around that. Yeah, right? absolutely. And yeah. Um, God bless my kid because he is the most protective and loyal little man I've ever met. Yeah. Like he's five, but I've watched him Superman punch another dude, like another little kid because the kid hit a girl. Wow. Like full blown, ran across the picnic table and Superman punched this kid. Is there a video? No, I wish. <laughs> Seriously, is it wrong <laughs> that I want to see a five-year-old Superman punch another like, five-year-old? full-blown, full-speed running across <laughs> this picnic table, just nails him. I'm like, <gasps> I should be mad, but I'm not. Oh, my <laughs> God. That sounds awesome. And, okay, I'm sorry, a little creepy, but also awesome. Yeah. Because they're all five. Yeah. We can all do these things because they're all fun. Yeah. And I mean, like, I was like, you probably shouldn't have handled it that way, bud. You probably should have came and got a parent. And like sideways, a little under the hand, like under the table, high five because yeah, like, he was protecting sh- somebody. Yeah. And, but so he is the most loyal, strong willed, holy. I don't know where he gets it from. Really? Yeah. yeah not an idea. It's just like a magic thing. It just happened. <laughs> I don't yeah. know where he gets his personality I, from either. I don't either because none of you girls are stubborn at no, all. Nope, none of not you. Not at all. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> but he's phenomenal. Like I love that kid <laughs> as much as he drives me up the wall. I love him. Yeah. Yeah. Good. You remember yeah. Brittany, don't you? Yeah. That's my wonderful sister. Yeah. And her, their mom, I'll get to have her on, but I've been waiting to ask her until her, when her health settles. Yeah, and it just she's pretty sick right settled, now so. again. Bless your heart, man. Oh, Thoughts and prayers are with her, man. I know she's yeah. going through it again. So, Oh, she's the strongest woman I have ever met. Yeah. When you said that oh. about showing up to her death like three times, I'm yeah. like, that's probably yeah. just what you remember. Yeah. I, I know that in the last few years, it's almost been two or three times yeah where she's yeah. been like, and i mean i was in i was in bc right so i didn't yeah. get those calls that's right that's so right. i'm not aware yeah. of those ones as much as i would have liked to have been yeah but there was the one time this last not this last time but back in december when no november december <laughs> not i don't this last know. time when she almost died but the time <laughs> before, the time before, before that, that when she like, almost died is there like a tally chart <laughs> <laughs> do we start one <laughs> but like, i bet you i know who has a tally chart my dad yeah, your dad has a tally chart, but someone else does too. Fucking yeah. Grim Reaper's like, <laughs> how is she doing dude, this? She's like, the Grim Reaper's like, looking at God, like, what the fuck, dude? <laughs> like, you made this woman the strongest. Yeah. Thing. You made this woman a freaking bison. Yeah. Like, she will overcome anything. Yeah. You tell her no, and she's like, watch me. Yeah. Like, and oh. your mom is Metis, isn't she? Not that I'm aware of. Okay, I, I might have your mom confused with someone. No, else. she was really into like native culture and yeah. stuff like that when I was growing up. Oh, and she was yeah. friends with someone who was Métis. Yeah, okay, and I she, got... was, she did a lot of sweats and yeah. stuff like that with them. And yeah, there was really cool growing up like that. It was yeah. really cool going to, oh, I can't remember what they're called. Um, well, there's, they go to, I'm blanking. Sweats and yeah, the Sundance is what I was thinking of. There's a three day Sundance we went to. I don't remember where it was, but I was little, mm-hmm. and I just remember it. And I remember watching it, and yeah. it was like it was beautiful watching this culture and the difference in the cultures. And I'm yeah. just, I love learning about other people's cultures mm-hmm. and their beliefs and traditions and everything like that. And 
but that woman, the strength within her. Well, it's like evident that there's a creator. Yeah, there's something. Watching her survive and just keep like, she probably goes back to work on Monday and it's like, everyone at her work is like, Right? Why are you here? Right. right? Like, you're not supposed to be here. Yeah, and you she's can't like, I'm fine. Walk. You just need to wheel me around. Yeah. Just put me in the little the computer chair and push me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah, she's she's wild, man. You yeah. guys are all pretty intense. Yeah. So, hey, God yeah. forbid my, I have, oh, my dad, too. Like, I and he's, seen, but he seems so <laughs> quiet. It's because he's dealt with a lot of shit with yeah. this family. <laughs> no you wonder. You try like, having us three girls. I can only imagine. Like, it, it makes sense to me now. After tonight, every time I see see him, I'm going to be like, "Yeah, I'm okay. sorry, man. I think like, I I'm get sorry. It. I get it. <laughs> I've always thought you just didn't like me and you didn't want to talk to me. Now I get it. You just don't want to talk. <laughs> no, he's he does that to everyone. Like yeah. he doesn't even like us that much. I I, <laughs> I don't think it's about like. I think it's about his personality, right? Yeah, he's yeah. very. I've always enjoyed his quiet, his quietness. Me too. And yeah. yet he comes out with some wise jokes and holy, sure. just shuts the room down. Of course. Yeah. He's, He's always so- watching that one, eh? Oh, yeah. Always watching. Especially if for him, it's probably like, there's like all these tornadoes out here. <laughs> He's sitting on the patio with his beer. Yeah. Sipping his, or his lemonade, or whatever yeah. it is, watching the tornadoes. <laughs> Spin in, spin out, spin in. Yeah, and then there's four little mini tornadoes flying <laughs> around. Right. All the little minis yeah. do. Yeah. And they're all bumping oh, into each other. And, totally. And yeah. and the minis are all tornadoes of their own. Yeah, oh my God. You have no sure. idea. Yeah. We can't have all four tornadoes in one room. <laughs> I, I believe it. I believe it. That's like, a, there's, there'd be hell to pay. Oh, there I is. There's yeah. so much hell to pay with those kids. <laughs> <laughs> I love those kids. Sadie's one of my favorite children. Me too. I love like, them. I, yeah. I, this is uh, Brittany's daughter, and I'll come in and I'll be like, hi, Sadie. And she'll be like, I'm not talking. And I'll be like, awesome. Bye, Sadie. And then I'll just keep trucking. <laughs> and she's always like looking at me like that. Like, How do is I he really him? happy like that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I genuinely am. Yeah, she I makes me really them. happy. Yeah, yeah, they're the greatest. Yeah, Even though she's never been anything but a pain in my ass. Yeah, Brittany or Sadie, or both. You're the kid. Yeah, yeah. well, Brittany mostly. But <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. No, it's no, they're great kids. She's a lovely human, man. They are they're all lovely. pretty lovely. All your kids are lovely. Yeah, your family's mine's lovely. okay. Yeah. <laughs> now I'm blowing smoke up your skirt a little bit. <laughs> yeah. We'll just we'll we'll call it. You ready to call it? Oh yeah. Is there anything else you want to talk about? No. Any, uh, so the, the course you're going through on domestic violence is through Sheriff Kane. Yes. And so if you're in a situation where you need help, um, Sheriff King is a good place to reach out to. And they do have a slide. It is a sliding scale for like, uh, based on your income, how much you can put towards the course. It's anywhere from like zero to, I don't remember. I don't know what the highest yeah, is, but yeah. it's it's sliding, and they're phenomenal. Like they've tried to work with my budget, and I said like they had a price picked out to begin with for me, and I was like, I can't afford that. Yeah, like there's no way I can do that as a single income. Yeah, going to school, working, there's no way I could afford that. Yeah, and so they slid it down to a price that was that's acceptable awesome. to me. They have been amazing. Too. I'm glad. I'm glad yeah. to hear that. And that's the sheriff king. Yeah. 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 Awesome. Cool. Thank you so much, no Janessa. Thanks for having me. Yeah, it's been awesome listening to you. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> That'll fade. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's over now. I'm good. <laughs> Thank you for tuning in this week to the Voices in Recovery podcast. Please stay tuned every Wednesday as we air another episode. Thank you for your time. 
And please, if you're in trouble, reach out. If you need to contact us at www.freedomspathrecoverysociety.ca or you can look for us on Facebook under Freedom's Path Recovery Society. Thank you again for tuning in. Please stay tuned for upcoming groups, activities, and podcasts.